Oh, right. So every morning from the suburbs, my mom would drive me for fucking an hour in morning traffic to go to school. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she dropped me off, I would just like get on a bus and go home. Because I just like... Like back? Like back home, yeah. And she'd go to work. She would go to work. Dude, I'm so fucking tired of being six foot three, eye level with umbrella spokes. The average umbrella user is five six. It's a perfect equation for me to get poked eyes in this weather, in this climate. It's rainy as fuck in Vancouver right now. Everybody's walking around and nobody has umbrella etiquette. Especially undercover, because I don't like to fuck with an umbrella because I do not like carrying an umbrella. Okay, so I don't, I just risk it. I just get wet. You know, I just made that commitment. Sorry, sorry, shoulders. Sorry, hood of hoodie I'm wearing. Because in Vancouver, we just wear a bunch of hoodies. Ivan Decker has a joke about that. In Vancouver, we don't get a winter coat. We just stack hoodies. That's what I do. And I don't wear, an, and I don't, I don't carry an umbrella. I don't like umbrellas. I don't like how they look. I don't like that now my hand is cold because it is not in my pocket. It is holding an umbrella. I do not like that. And I fall victim to other people's poor umbrella etiquette. And that is bullshit. And so when there is an awning, that's what's called, right? When there is an awning that I can go under to shield myself from the rain temporarily while I am walking. And then these motherfuckers with umbrellas also go under the awning and poke my little eyeballs. That is not fair. You have an umbrella. You don't need the awning. Also, I need it because I do not have an umbrella. Okay. Somehow. I've bought zero umbrellas in my life. I have 12 umbrellas in my apartment somehow. I'm assuming it's guests that come over and forget them, or people break into my home in the middle of the night and leave an umbrella. I don't want umbrellas. I don't like them. They don't look cool. And also, why are they so short? Shouldn't they go longer so that they also cover your pants? Get on it, inventors. You want that Nobel Peace Prize or what? Invent a long umbrella. You jokes. I got my eyes poked by a small Taiwanese woman. I think she was Taiwanese. Um, I you know I don't know why. I'm ju- I'm assuming she's Taiwanese. I don't even know that. Um, I don't know why I said that. My f- my fucking eyes. Her. Her umbrella spokes bounced off my eyes, and she didn't notice. Um, you owe me an apology, because you just blinded me. How about an apology? You just blinded me. I'm a good thing I live by the hospital, because you blinded me. And they were able to repair my vision quickly. They were, I, ca- I came in there. And they're like, oh, I was holding both my eyes. And they're like, oh, umbrella injury? Yeah, those are, those are pretty common right now in this, in this climate. Fucking umbrella bounced off my eyeballs. <sighs> Being a tall guy is like, 
it's kind of good. Um, it's good for some things, but you straight get objectified also. Like, um, small people say they feel safe with you as if to say that you are now their personal bodyguard. Well, where's my bodyguard? You know? Tell you what I can't save you from umbrellas. You save me from umbrellas, small person. You get out there and you start taking these motherfuckers out of the knees because I'm sick of having my eyeballs poked out. I'm sick of all these emergency room visits. Just because I am tall does not mean I want to reach things for you. Just because I am a big guy doesn't mean I want to carry your luggage. Okay? Up the stairs, help you move. Man, how much, how much must it suck to be the person with a pickup truck? Anytime anyone's moving, guess who's getting the first call? And then they, I hate it when it's like, yo, I'll buy you dinner. But you buy me dinner anyway sometimes, just because we're hanging out. How about we up the stakes and make it worth my while, you know? I don't have a pickup truck. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm offended by this, but, but that would suck. That's a good reason to never buy a pickup truck. You become everyone's moving bitch, you know? That was my fridge. My fridge is fucking loud as hell. Why is it so loud? Is it the Freon? I don't know what Freon is. I, I'm, I'm so uneducated. We actually get into that in this episode. <clears throat> I like it because Sophie Buttle um, and I talk about how... You hear my voice crack there? This guy just woke up. It was cool. We talk about how... Um, it's annoying how all of our fuck-up friends are like, I was in the honor roll in school. I was a straight-A student, and then I discovered music, and then I just, my, and then I dropped out. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So I was the only fucking awful student. Dude, I was such a bad student. My teachers regularly were like, you are going to fail and amount to nothing. And I was like, really? Just because I don't, I didn't memorize this eighth grade history exam? That's a bit aggressive, isn't it? I went to summer school. I went to summer school two years in a row for science and math. I was even failing stuff I'm good at, like visual art. I just couldn't care. I'm still like that though. Like, good thing I don't need to have a real job because I can't, I can't care. I can't care about like almost anything about my like, th except for like my three interests. Even then, sometimes like I'll be like, oh God. Oh, I have to uh, band practice. Oh my God. Okay. I have to like bribe myself. On the way to band practice, you can get one cookie. Like, I'll have to, like, negotiate with myself. On the way to band practice, you can get a coffee with sweetener. Normally, you just get the all-black iced coffee, venti in size, and you don't get the sweetener. This time, you can get the sweetener. I don't even like the sweetener. Okay? I don't like coffee if it tastes awful. People say Starbucks coffee is bad. Good. It's my favorite. I'll take two.
band is called The Damned. That guy, the guitar player, his name is Captain Sensible. <laughs> you like that? I like that a lot. Yeah, the singer's name is Dave Vanian, and uh, the cool thing is that in the early punk rock scene, like, um, this is like early 80s, um, none of the bands that were like considered in the same genre actually really sounded or looked alike, and I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Is Are they English? Yeah. Nice. How'd you know? I know my my early punk. Do you? Is yeah, that your these dad? are English. No, I just, I <laughs> guess at everything. <laughs> you should be like a weather person then. Thought about it. Yeah. But it's cool because these guys kind of dipped into like goth culture. You and gotta dip into goth culture. Yeah. Were you ever a goth? Oh, big time. I was a goth. You were? I was. I uh, tried to dye my hair black. Uh-huh. And I did it just from a box from Shoppers. Yeah. And I woke up in the morning and my hair was purple <laughs> because the hair dye was for people that had really dark hair in the first place. Well, that's a good color, too. Yeah, but I didn't do my eyebrows and it was before I wore makeup, so it looked like a wig. <laughs> But I was totally goth. I didn't care. Well, <laughs> if it looked like you had no eyebrows, then that's a, another part of goth culture. Because that's what Marilyn Manson did. That's true. And that's why it was so intentional. Yeah. You did that on purpose? Really have my finger on the pulse. That's cool. But yeah, these guys would kind of like... Like there's a band called Susie and the Banshees, which is this tattoo I have. Oh, cool. And she was kind of like the first... One of the first major goths. But Susie and the Banshees is like a goth band, but also a punk band. Okay. And then this era of punk is like... It's like considered hardcore hardcore music which is weird because it's not really that heavy yeah it doesn't seem that hardcore compared to like regular screamo yeah yeah it seems just kind of like rock yeah yeah do you like this i like it a lot yeah wait what was your dad's band like hazy azure hazy azure that was its name (gasps) um well i think there's a clip on youtube if you want to hear totally do yeah the lead singer wrapped himself in christmas lights wait what my you... dad's playing saxophone in it what it's an awesome wait, it's your awesome. dad played saxophone in the band yeah that's so cool and, and they're like I a think, punk band i think bass as well man your dad's cool and he drugged me at your show you were asking lo- for it i loved it he drugged me in devon okay this oh my god so this is my dad's band in 1993, the year before I was born. <laughs> he speaks French. Man. Is this in Montreal? Yeah. That's him with the saxophone. That's so cool. <laughs> is this weird that you can see what your dad looked like back then? Like actual v- videos? No, it's cool. He looks like someone that would be my friend now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is my friend. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Dad just grabbed his dick. Okay. Your dad's cool. Look how handsome he is. He's cool. Holy. (laughs) What's the singer's name, do you know? Does he have a cool name like Captain Sensible? He does have a cool name, but I don't remember what it is. Sophie's dad's friend. (laughs) Man, we did a show once in Quebec City. And it was right when... He did a lot of shows in Quebec City, too. Did he? We have so much in common, me and your dad. That's why we're friends, right? I know. Me and your dad are friends. <laughs> but we did... Uh, we had a song that went number one on Music Plus. Oh, my God. I saw that. I remember that. Yeah. I was so impressed. And then I was like, oh, man, this show's going to be crazy. And we got there, and there's no one there. 
and then and then uh, I said to like the 12 people that were there I was like but we have a number one on Music Plus and they were like no one watches that Aww. at all <laughs> whoa that guitar player's playing a Warwick guitar that's like just for metalheads whoa this band's so wacky I thought when you um <laughs> In the early 90s, like, alternative culture was so big that you could get really big being weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, nowadays, like, major labels won't even take a chance on anything that's not, doesn't already sound like it's successful. Yeah. But in the early 90s, there were all these sort of, like, alternative bands. Like, like bands would get signed just because they kind of looked like Nirvana and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, that band Tool got signed because it's like, that's kind of like... Oh, I was watching this video today on Facebook. Yeah. And it was teenagers listen to early 2000s music yeah. and then see what they can identify <laughs> yeah and they were doing pretty good they got um they got mary j blige and wow. outcast like they were doing pretty That's good it. and yeah. then there was one and they had no idea what it was none of them it was zero out of eight got it right and i didn't know what it was either and it was tool it oh, was wow. tool or something that's funny but you know what your dad's band reminds me of what? one of my favorite bands and they're called mr bungle Mr. Bungle. I think I've heard my dad say that really? before. Yeah. Next time I see your dad, I'm going to be like, like Mr. Bungle. <laughs> I think he does. Yeah. So you like it? You like I it? I really like this. It's pretty cool. Your dad called me a pussy because I only ate a small portion of the cookie he gave me. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I like this venue too. Yep. Would this you is play a good there? time. I would totally play there. My dad and I have played at some of the same places. What? Like, well, yeah. When I was in Toronto, I played the Rivoli. Yeah. And my dad used to play the Rivoli all the time. Man, that's so cool. This guy's moves are good. This guy's funky. Okay. Do you mind if I show you Mr. Bungle? Oh, yeah. Show me. Okay. Do you like this title? Mr. Bungle Squeeze Me Macaroni. Oh, my God. This is my favorite band. Okay. You like this? This is awesome. This sounds like your dad's band. It totally this does. This is like one of my biggest influences. This is amazing. Okay, listen to this one. <gasps> oh, so funky and weird. <laughs> what? Wait, what kind of music do you listen to? I don't really like music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like a lot of musicians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like stuff that's funky. Yeah. I like I like walking music. Okay. Like like to listen to when I'm walking. Yeah. And funky stuff is the best for that. Do you like Shakira? No, I'm not really a fan. Don't really talk about her ever. <laughs> She's such a big part of your act. I know. She's actually not. It's not even on the album. No, it's not. I hate it. You hate Shakira? Yeah. This song's about how liking fast food so much that you want to have sexual intercourse with it. <laughs> Sorry, I probably don't need to laugh straight into That's the microphone. Okay. Here's the lyrics. We're right here. Oh my god, this is so many lyrics. This yeah. is so funny. Yeah. They're kind of like, um, what's that band? What's that band? They're really creepy sounding. Oh shit. Diane Word. Diane yeah. Bird. Di yeah, Diane Word, I would assume, would have liked this band. Yeah. You know what's cool? Um, I think it's pronounced D Antwoord, but they had a band. Yeah, I knew I was getting it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah. They had, uh, they were a couple at one point, and they have a kid. Like, how cool is that kid going to be, right? Oh, my God. That kid's going to be like, um, yeah. guess what? Okay, let's guess what job that kid's going to have. Okay. I think he's going to be, you know, those people that skydive just kind of like 
and fly like flying squirrels through like mountains and stuff. Have yeah. you seen it? Like hang glide out of a plane kind of? Hang glide out of a plane through mountains and they know how to catch winds and stuff and yeah. do crazy tricks. I think that that kid is going to do that. You think so? Yeah. Like just the coolest, most intense job ever. Okay. Yeah. You want to know what I, I'm guessing? What? Data entry. Yeah. Like one or the other though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the singer of this band is like one of my heroes because he he starts he has so many projects and there's one that's just Italian opera music <laughs> like he and he never had a lesson or anything he's just like a genius your dad could totally have played with this band I'm sure he's Did- in this band now that I hear it <laughs> well there's like I remembered members. yeah what I like it though because so this the singer Mike Patton he's like are your parents musicians no my mom really wanted to play music and just kind of like, like she she did singing lessons and stuff. She kind of never uh, never like really went through with it. But she loves coming into my to my stuff. Okay, so um, Mike Patton, he's a singer. He's like in a he's in a really big band called Faith No More. I'm not sure if, if you I have heard of them. Yeah, um, but he just did that so he get Mr. Bungle signed. Oh, really? Which is so cool. And that then is Mr. Cool. Bungle got like a really devoted following with with like all these um, these other bands that were sort of weird too. But I like it because he's so pretentious. And I also <laughs> like it because he married an Italian. He learned to speak Italian so he could marry this Italian woman. And he loved her. But then also he's like a huge Lakers fan. But then he also loves like old uh, film noir movies. Like just so his you taste. just love him. I do love you him. You think he's the coolest? I'm so obsessed with the the stuff I like. Okay, so watch watch how pretentious this is. This is great. He's also so funny. So confrontational, right? Just so aggressive in his eyes. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. So aggressive, right? I love this guy. Yeah, me too. I don't even have to say it. You got ears. That's so mean. That's so funny. I love that. There was this, um, so Faith No More one time was opening for Guns N' Roses on a tour and he hates Guns N' Roses. And so he was like, everybody in the crowd, throw your garbage on stage to match the garbage that's coming on after. And then he would like crawl down and ate the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's so confrontational and bands and rappers and stuff will do that. But comedians don't seem to like, I guess they call each other out comedians yeah comedians totally do that but you know what's funny is like in this scene when i started sort of like becoming like a you know hanging around and stuff you becoming guys actually hateful i wouldn't say that but you guys actually hang out with each other and like oh yeah of course but like my band like we only really see each other at practices and stuff oh we hang out with your band too they i just... know you do <laughs> i love that yeah i love that we're like the official like ivan walks out to something special and stuff I love it. So cool. I love it. It's a beautiful unity between because we have more connections in the stand up scene with like improv people and sketch people than a lot of other big cities, I think. Really? Well, yeah. So it makes sense for for, to try to combine with music somehow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny because there's that saying that like all musicians, which they're comedians and vice versa. Yeah. Or all rock stars want to be. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like. I like mostly hang out with comics now, suddenly. Comics are so fun to hang out with. Yeah. 
They have so many problems and they're so funny about it. Yeah. Like they always have fresh problems to talk about. But it's kind of like how I was just telling you, like the musicians I know that are self-saboteurs, they're like on a dime destructive. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not saying that doesn't happen in comedy because I'm damn sure it does, but I don't, I don't really see it. I think comedians might be less unstable with some stuff. Yeah. But I don't know because there are a lot of comics that have like really bad anger problems and that are really impatient and. Why you gotta talk like about Gavin like that? I would never. Gavin is very (laughs) patient. (laughs) It's true. Is that your tum tum? Is that my? That was my stomach. I thought it was yours. Was it mine? I think my tum tum can throw its voice. I'm on drugs. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this girl. I need to stop. Do you know her? K Flay? No, but this is already my favorite song. I'm obsessed with this girl. She's like. Her voice is awesome. Yeah, she's a rapper first. What? Yeah, and now she's doing this thing that's like kind of indie rock. But I love this song. It's kind of Lily, Lily Allen. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. It's cool. Like, it kind of feels like only child music. That's how I've described it before. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. It's good, right? I love it. Yeah. It's cool. She was a rapper and like, she was like just a rapper first. And she did an album and she had Danny Brown on it. Stuff. And do you know Danny Brown? Oh, I'm gonna. You're gonna love this. <laughs> he's great. Sometimes I get called the White Danny Brown just because of how I look. Oh. Yeah, he's awesome. But it's cool because she's like, um, she came from hip hop world, but now she's like, I just she opened for Imagine Dragons when they were here. Oh, cool. And then Mother Mother, and then yeah. she came. But when she came, she opened. She just played the Biltmore. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. Small. She's like kind of. She's kind of like in between, you know. Yeah, the Biltmore is such an in between spot. Yeah, exactly. I saw Jen Kirkman yeah. at the Biltmore, and it seemed way too small for her. I saw Moshe Kasher there. Were you at that show? It was um, like two years ago, JFL. No, I think I was out of town. I did the Nick Thune one at the Biltmore. Oh, yeah? Man. Oh, man, I totally wanted to show you something else, and now I can't remember because I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> something brown? Something brown? It's Is that like, what I said? Yeah. <laughs> But not some. You didn't say something brown. You said like Darren Brown. What was it? Oh, Danny Brown. Danny Brown. Oh, you remembered. Yeah, I got it. Oh, you're so good at this. Thanks. Thanks for being on my first podcast. Oh, no problem. Is it going well? Yeah, so good. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I was telling you I wrote in my journal I wanted to be my first guest. Yeah. What else did you write in your journal? Um, some other things about other first guests. Well. Just kidding. That was a joke. No, you're my first pick. Who else do you want to have on it? Um, I want to have... I want it to be... Who's your Mount Rushmore of your guests? Well, when I go to back to L.A., I'm going to bring this. and I'm going to try and get as many people as I can before I come back here, you know? I think I want to do like a bunch in a row, record them, and then kind of release them as I want. I want the episodes to be like kind of unique somehow. Like like how, how Gavin and I like on his album we wanted it to be like feel like a mixtape it did totally feel like a mixtape thank you yeah as in good thing it was free i loved it yeah (laughs) okay danny brown is this rapper and uh it's cool because he kind of started to hit it in his mid-30s and um and why is that cool because most people feel like if they don't get signed in their early 20s it's over 
at least in music. That's how I feel. <laughs> well, you are signed to the Sophie Buttle Records, right? No, I don't even own that name. You don't? No. It's already a very successful record company, <laughs> so I can't have it. That's unfortunate. Don't you hate when that happens? <sighs> so, yeah, and then Danny Brown, he um, he had no front teeth for a long time, but now he has enough money that he got them put in. You know what my favorite line in music this year was? What? Cardi B talking about how expensive it was to get her teeth fixed. Oh, yeah, that's cool. When people, I like when, when rappers say shameful things about themselves well and also i read this article about her dentist becoming famous because that song got so popular really well yeah and they did like this little interview with her actual dentist and she was like yeah business has really picked up a lot (laughs) since cardi b sang about me did she list her name in it i think she tweeted her name out after she put that song out that was cool good thing it wasn't the song since she would have had to think of a rhyme oh yeah for like melissa Doctor, yeah (laughs) that's the name i just melissa henderson that's an orthodontist name for sure yeah i think so one time um my friend growing up brad he had a dream and there's a singer in his dream it's so cool when your brain puts together things like that because his brain named the singer spelissa spanishford (laughs) oh but that's not a real person person. no his brain made up that name tell me again spelissa spanishford (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a cool name. I could see Spelissa Spanish for the opening for Mariah Carey on tour. Oh, yeah, but but she would be kind of like, she would be really skinny because Mariah Carey doesn't like to compete with anybody near her. She also doesn't like sunlight. She doesn't like sunlight? Yeah, she, like she said. I don't know about her. <laughs> I would assume you have been a big fan. Um, I do dabble. <laughs> I do like her. Uh, she Yeah, she said one time, she it was like an outdoor festival and she was like she was like i try to stay out of the sun um and then she like listed the amount of minutes she's been in the sun total or something like and everyone in her was life like, what the <laughs> fuck and then she said something about puppies and everyone's like oh she's crazy oh what a crazy thing to say yeah listing Man. the amount of time number the of minutes you've been outside there are a couple of pretty funny compilations compilation videos of her really phoning in the dancing part of her shows yeah and it's so funny to watch. Are you looking it up right now? I wanted to show you. Do you know what shreds are? No. What are shreds? Oh, man. Do you know mono neon? What's mono neon? Look it up. Look it up. One word. Okay. Is that an artist? Is it who opens for Spanish word? It's get this. It's this guy. I already like him. <laughs> okay. I got another thing to show you after. We can sh- we can do yours first. No, Mono neon. I want to see a couple seconds of this character. So he looks. He basically looks like a black macho man, Randy Savage. Well, much. he plays bass. He plays bass to internet videos. Oh no, pick <gasps> one. Pick oh! one that's like uh, split screen. Okay, this guy's a genius. Yeah, and it's so funny, and he gets it so perfectly, and I could just watch it for hours. Like this one, yeah, chunky. Yeah, that's perfect. I just like what he looks like. Oh, sometimes I guess he just does collabs with people. But oh, okay. Should I pick another one? Yeah, pick another one. I think that's with Wax, isn't it? Yeah. Is that Wax? Yeah. Oh, this one, right? Yeah, that'll be that a good one? one, I bet. Hello, so many. How's he even seeing? He doesn't need to. He's so good. 
This is insane because he has to intellectually understand people's speaking rhythm patterns and memorize the tempo of that. Oh my god. Okay, you're gonna fucking love shreds if you like this. Okay, cool. There's a Mariah Carey one. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Okay, this, this is a good one. Okay, this is Nickelback Photograph Shreds. God, is it like bad lip reading? I'm so happy I get to be the one to show this to you. Oh my god. Yo, you guys, don't screw this up for me, alright? Alright, now this is <laughs> We wrote about five minutes ago. Well, five minutes ago before the concert, so we're gonna play it for you. It sounds like a. If you guys know the words, keep your mouth shut so we can sing it. It's called Photograph. <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Guys, shut up! Look at this makes me laugh. How did I get What the hell is on Joey's head? I like the only hear the things that it's showing camera at that time, sometimes it's just drum. Do <laughs> you like this? I do like this. Okay, cool. You ever seen Glitter? I don't think I have seen Glitter. It's her one and only movie. And I've I've seen the cover of it. Does Is it a great film? It's it's got I think there's some kind of record for having the most drinking games surrounding it or something. Oh really? Yeah. That and Showgirls. You ever seen Showgirls? showgirls either showgirls is weird because it's at the time that it came out it was such a big deal because it stars this girl elizabeth berkeley who was in saved by the bell and everyone was like what the fuck is she doing she had this squeaky clean image about a stripper right oh okay yeah and then and then it They're came like, out she's throwing her career away One of those. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and then also the director of it was this guy that had only done action movies and it's this bio pick on this stripper in vegas okay. and it got it got the most critically panned. Like, it got just slammed. And then years later, the director, who's this awesome German dude named Paul Verhoeven, he's like, "No, it's a comedy." She has a meltdown like every ten minutes. How did you not notice that? And I love that he said that. He'll do stuff like he'll do interviews like that all the time, like slamming his own movies. Oh, okay. Like, no, stupid. Robocop's stupid. Like he's. But not like not like the room. No, like I love that guy because he won't admit it. He won't admit is anything. It, is it true that we still don't know where that guy is from and yeah. how he made his money? Every interview he's ever done, they're like, where are you from? He's like, I'm an American boy. I know. He's like, I'm 19. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. It's like, you look like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Or... But then, But then he, I want to see that new movie so bad. It was great. You saw it already? Yeah, I saw it with Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Okay. If there's really one reason for me to ha- have this podcast, it's to make this guy famous. Okay, Can't I'm actually wait. really excited to show you this. I've been showing people this video forever, 
And there's actually two alternate videos to this one song. This guy's name is Nicholas Stern. This song is called Slapshot Rock. The comments in the video are mostly me. Mostly you or mostly mean? Me. Okay. Celebrating him. <laughs> Do you like how his hat brim is matching his shirt and jeans? I didn't notice, but now that you pointed out, it does look it's good. Kind of thing only a guy that's watched it about 400 times could tell you. Yeah. Very flexible. Wow. He's wearing, he's wearing like snakeskin cowboy boots, which is a staple of 91. Can't really and hear my dad. him. Is he singing? Yeah. This guy could open for your dad's band, but it would be I it would be like for ironic reasons. I could open for this guy. <laughs> he's kind of good looking though, but he's wearing like straight up like early '90s gay bar attire. Is he not gay? I don't know. I think he's gay. Think so? Yeah. But this song is called Slapshot. Straight Rock. guys can't do the splits. <laughs> But the song he keeps, I think he talks about a girl. He's like, I love the ladies and I treat them right. I know, but didn't Freddie Mercury sing about women? About treating ladies right or about Slapshot Rock? Both. Yeah, I think he did both. I think that was the title of one of their main <laughs> albums. I like how uh, he's in the back alley. Like he's That's just, an interesting place to shoot. He's just crowded by dumpsters. See? <laughs> this actually kind of looks like London. Like London, England. Oh, yeah. The buildings are kind of suburban-y London. <laughs> I like, do you think his friend directed this? Or do you think, think he, he took the director credit? I think he... Yeah. Actor, director, writer. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he's, he's saucy. saucy. <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy, too. I think that he could be part of our crew. I'm going to... Oh, we should... We should, we should recruit try to find him. a contact. But seriously, though, I should contact him and be like, the purpose of my podcast is to get you. Has he ever replied to your comments? No. But also, maybe this isn't his YouTube channel. One guy did once because I was like, I was like, man, why isn't this guy f viral? And then whoever's YouTube channel is like, because only me and you like it. Aww. <laughs> That's not true, though. What do you, this part of the song is pretty good. No, I think that this would this would do pretty well on the charts. Yeah. I like his coat, for real. I think you mostly like his outfit. Yep. Maybe it's a big part like, of it. Maybe that's why I like this video so much. I do love the video. Oh, oh This is whoa. the worst guitar solo? Is this the worst dancing to a guitar solo? You do the sit-up. <laughs> See this this section is necessary so you can just give the adoring fans some you know some breathing room. The sex appeal factor. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wiggle wiggle. Yeah, I like. Um, I think this guy still has a good chance. Don't you think he's kind of good looking? Like. I can't say that I do. Because he has a nice jawline, I think, and then. That's it looks not like he's in enough. Good shape. That's not enough to carry it, though. So a jawline is not a is not a deal breaker. I'm so picky, so. <laughs> that, look at that cool tie, though. I think that's the artwork from a Led Zeppelin album cover. That's pretty cool. You ever worn a tie? No. Yes, I did. You did wear a tie? Yeah, I was the first wave of Avril Lavigne fan. Why did you just lie to me right now? About wearing a tie? Yeah. I don't know. You feel like you I can't panicked. open up to me about your cross dressing? I didn't realize that this was going to be an expose. 
on your previous outfits? I mean, when I used to wear wife beaters with ties. Did like you actually? Levine. Yeah, of course. Everybody did. So you had a goth scene that transitioned smoothly into an Avril Levine. It was not smooth. <laughs> it was abrupt. Okay, what, what inspired you to become... I have to pause this to ask this question. Sure. What inspired you to become gothic at one point? I was feeling very moody. I think it's probably the same phase that everyone goes through at that age where you're yeah. just like, you're mad at like your parents and you want to be alone and you like like angry music. I think I'm still going through that. Yeah. Like that phase that everyone goes through when they're like 13. Yeah. Well, I'm 14. So that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're just, you're still in it. Like you're yeah. in it longer than us. You think I'll get out of it soon? I don't see Maybe light after in the grade nine. If you graduate grade nine this time. Oh, I can't wait. Did um, you like grade nine? What's that? Did you like grade nine? I really didn't enjoy high school. None of high school? Not really. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about this. I was such a bad student. Like, barely. I got straight A's. You did not. No <laughs> one did. Everyone says that. Every, like, one of our, like, fuck up artist friends is like, oh, it's like, like I was gifted, gifted program. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. It can't be true, right? No, like I I was just talking about this with Graham. I skipped so much school, like such an insane amount of school that like there were a lot of people in my classes that I just had never seen me before. <laughs> like I just would never go. It was so hard for me to go. And my mom would get so mad at me because we lived in the suburbs because yeah. she's married to this guy yeah. and we lived out there. with Gene Suburb, friends. right? Gene Suburb. Gene Suburb. That was his name, right? That's right. Okay, Gene cool. Suburb. That's why your name's Sophie Suburbs. That's right. My full name. You added the S. Very good. Sorry, go on. What was I saying? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> you were saying that you... Oh, right. So every morning from the suburbs, my mom would drive me for fucking an hour in morning traffic to go to school. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as she dropped me off, I would just like get on a bus and go home. Because I just like... Like back... Like back home, yeah. And she'd go to work. She would go to work and she wouldn't know. Man. That's amazing. I'm so happy that you're like me. Bad, didn't go to school ever. Bad, bad child. Yeah. But I wasn't like, I didn't get in trouble with the police or anything, but I just fucking hated school. I didn't, I couldn't care like so badly. I couldn't care either. Okay. Yeah. So in grade 12, uh -huh. I switched schools because I had just taken a semester off with my mom and we went to go live in Spain. And Whoa, then. Whoa, that's so cool. Yeah. Just kind of for no reason. And then when we came back, I was like, I don't think I can go back to this school. Like, it's just like, it's so brutal. It's so boring. Yeah. And like, I really hate it. And there's an art school that was mm. like two blocks away. Yeah. So I transferred to that school for grade 12 and I still couldn't really go. But those teachers were so much more lenient <laughs> yeah. on grade stuff. Like, because yeah. I had obviously been doing comedy a couple years already. So they were just so happy that I was making something. Oh, that's like, so they cool. were so proud. And it was great. It was a good environment. Now I'm a, now I'm a comedian. That's so, so I obviously needed that kind of support. That's the thing, though. Like, you doing comedy that age, it's actually so intimidating and, sh like, s impressive at that age. Don't you think so? Like... I think that that's when everyone kind of finds the thing they like doing now. It's true, but I don't think a lot of people start till later because it's, it's like, you know, musician at 14 or 15 is like pretty common because it's like, you know, your dad can get you a guitar. Yeah. But being like, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian is such a like risky thing to... Well, I don't know. I think that it is about the same level as someone going to an open mic with their guitar, which I think is common enough. Right. But I'm just mean so young. 
Yeah. Like to, if you're if you're like in the middle of high school and then early high school. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's also I was so bored mm-hmm. and I always liked writing. Mm-hmm. And so my mom kind of introduced it to me. That's cool. I think really? she claims that she set it all up and like knew I wanted to be a comedian and then made it happen. But I think that she just like was trying a couple things and like took me to a comedy <laughs> yeah. club and it stuck. And now she's like, yeah, yeah you I planned your whole in... life for you. I'm, I'm God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that just happened to be the one that worked. Yeah. But you know, what's funny is when people are like, yeah, school wasn't, uh, it wasn't challenging me enough. See, for me, it was the other way around where it was too challenging. It was so <laughs> challenging to keep your eyes open. Have you ever tried to keep your eyes open during class? Just yeah. as like a game? <laughs> I like just a, like I a couldn't. crazy challenge. I used to take naps in the library when yeah, I went. That's good. I was just so tired all the time. You do crazy wild shit in the library and most people wouldn't notice as long as it's quiet. Yeah, the library is wild. Yeah, we'll just think about all the internet uh, history searches. Sure. So you're telling me that you did inappropriate. <laughs> no, I just mean in general. Right. Sure. Like everyone. Especially the public library on <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> um, yeah. But Supervise it, your little boys. <laughs> is that your advice to my mom? Yes. I love your mom. My mom's obsessed with you now. We're best friends. You are? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool if you got invited there for Christmas and I didn't. Yeah. Did you not get your invite yet? I'm sure it's in the mail. I'll talk to her about it. Okay, thanks. No problem. <laughs> Can I hang out with your dad on Christmas? No. Nope. <laughs> he's, he's hanging out with me and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Goth phase. I also my gra- my grad like I barely graduated. It was so bad, but I was already going to audio school. When oh, I was so you there. were set. So I guess were, so. But so it, what's the point? That's what I thought. And then my my guidance counselor, I remember her her talking to because I was so bad at math, like I just couldn't I couldn't comprehend anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually really stupid that way. You know what I mean? Well, a math brain is a weird brain to have. That's true. Mace has it, I think. Um, my mom has it. Really? Yeah, my mom, like, has her degree in math and stuff from McGill. You can have a degree in math. That's yes. so general. I know it's so. It's so. She's just like, I love to add. Wow. <laughs> do it forever. But my my guidance counselor. I think it was called like theoretical math or something. But I just say math. <laughs> my yeah, my guidance counselor was like went to my math teacher and was like, Ugh, can you just pass him because. <laughs> He's already doing like why you know she she just kind of reasoned with her and they were like okay and that's why I graduated. That's high such school. a funny tone to take with a teacher. Like yeah, uh, okay, we get that you want to fail him. Like we know he looks so stupid, but you're being ridiculous. Yeah. Just pass him, and I'll buy you drinks. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, have you ever had a teacher come see you do stand up? Yes. Okay. So I had this one teacher, Mr. McLeod, not Mr. McLeod, Mr. Scott, mm. and he was my drama teacher at the first school. Yeah. And there was a stand-up chapter in the class. Oh. So I thought that was so cool, and I thought that he was so cool, and he used to be a comedian. He did stand-up like before he was a teacher, and then he also switched to that school in grade twelve that I switched to. So I had him again. And the stand-up thing again happened, and I had been doing stand-up more regularly then, so yeah. he would come to my show sometimes. That's so cool. He was so cool. You guys ever do an open mic together? No, he. I never saw him do stand-up. You think that was on purpose? 
Yeah, he's probably threatened by me. You think so? No. He's intimidated? Just, not at all. And then he hung it up when he saw you. He's like, never mind. He's like, yeah, she's she's got it. I passed my legacy on. <laughs> I taught her everything she knows <laughs> at math. Yeah. Um, Did you have any teachers that you liked? Yeah. Yeah, sure. but the teachers liked me just thought I was like sort of entertaining. Like there's this one teacher I had and she was like, okay, if you're quiet all day, you can have the last 10 minutes and everybody has to look at you. Do whatever you want. Oh my God. I would totally do that. And so I did the Fresh Prince theme song. <laughs> um, I was basically doing like, like improv. That's <laughs> crowd cool. work. That's really cool. I guess so. It, I was so annoying. Were you annoying in school? I was annoying. I was annoying. <sighs> I'm annoying now. I think I'm still, <laughs> I might still be annoying. <laughs> Don't forget this name, Sophie. Nicholas Stern. Nicholas Stern. Yeah. You know. He's definitely one of my, him and perfectly. Mike Patton are my big influences. And Mr. Bungle? Mr. Bungle, yeah, from Mike Patton. Mm -hmm. There you go. You should, you got to ask your dad if he likes Mr. Bungle. I think that he does, though. He's probably... Okay, please text him and get back to me. But I think I'm going to, for real, uh, contact this guy every episode and, and try and collaborate with him. Yeah. Do everything in your power. Shouldn't, like... Shouldn't I just made friends with a YouTube celebrity if you need help in the YouTube really? world. I do. Uh -huh. Are you interested in my story? I uh, Yes. Okay, so I have loved for a while this makeup tutorial girl, Alana Davidson. Okay. She has really good skincare advice, mm -hmm. and she's, like, kind of fun. Like, more fun than the other internet, I mean, the other YouTube makeup, whatever. There's a lot of them, huh? There's tons of them. And this girl is so good. And she lives in Vancouver. What? Yes. So obviously I love her and she was my favorite for so long. And then she posted an Instagram story being like, oh my God, the Sunday service is the best show I've ever seen. Check Whoa. it out every Sunday. And then she posted that and we were like, oh shit, she likes comedy. Me and Beth, me and my roommate were freaking out. Yeah. We were like, oh my God, she likes comedy. Yeah. So Beth messaged her on Instagram and was like, hey... Um, my roommate or my friend is is going to be performing on the Sunday service next week. It was the next she had just posted that. Yeah, and yeah, I, was yeah. the, I was the guest the, the week after that. And and then she answered and she was like, oh, my God. Like she, So we were like so stoked. And then she came and then she came to the Sunday service. Yeah. Do you recognize had, her? Oh, my God. She was sitting in the front row. Oh. I had to work so hard not to look at her. I was like, yeah, it was going to freak me out because I was such a big fan. And then after the show, she was leaving and I was like, Hey, just so you know, you've taught me a lot about skincare. Big fan. And then she was like, you're so funny. And then we started chatting. And then we're totally friends now. She followed me on Instagram. Oh, my God. This commitment. We're going to be best friends. That, I think you already are. I know. And we chatted a little. We messaged back and forth. Yeah. How'd it work? Um, we, we had plans to hang out, but then she was out of town. And I know that she was out of town because she vlogged about it. <laughs> so it wasn't blowing me off. She followed she her life closely already. <laughs> I know. I know so much about her. Oh, it's man. so creepy. I don't you, know how I'm going to be friends with her. No, you're going to be the best friend. You're going to be like, it's you, so you can creepy. ask her how her day doing whatever was before she even tells you. <laughs> That's so cool. She likes comedy. That's always such a like great. My plan to be friends with her before this happened, just so you know, mm -hmm. there was a plan, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's she goes to Equinox, the gym. She talks about it in her videos a lot. Oh, and nice. I was like, oh, the Equinox is downtown. I could just go there. Yeah. And then I found out that it was like three hundred dollars a month. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, if I do this, it's just yeah. like full stocking. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. It's like, mm, our friendship doesn't, our potential friendship doesn't cost that much. <laughs> Do you, it's kind of a lot of pressure to 
it's a big commitment to follow someone on Instagram. You find? Yeah, because then you're committing to their their habits. Yeah, but I unfollow people a lot. Like I take a lot of chances on people. But that's, and then I mean, if people it you actually out. know. That's what oh, I mean. Oh, I mean, I'll unfollow people I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, Whatever. I feel good to be on that list still. Feeling good. You better check. <gasps> so, <laughs> this is why you wanted to do this, so you could do this. It's like it's like I won't create a scene because people are listening. Exactly. <laughs> He's crying. You can't see. Yeah, I know. I'll edit out my tears as I often do. <laughs> You're I think such a good editor. We just edited my album. I know. We just and Kevin was so good and quick. It took us less than took it, us like five minutes. <laughs> I'm so good. Really good. I can just know the material's good by looking at the waveform. Wow. I can't believe this was such a lead up to doing your album, like for years, really. And then we just I did know. it. Yeah. I know. There's been so much, but I was just like, let's get a date on the calendar, record this motherfucker, and move on with my life. Right, that right there should have allowed you to graduate high school. Like You're like <laughs> such a good student now. I know. Right? I know. So am I, I guess. I'm pretty organized with uh You're really organized. Yeah. I, I Did you, do you think... Like I think my high school teachers uh, just were just sure I was just gonna do nothing at all. Really? Yeah. I mean, I. Well, oh, you were already a comic, so. No, I didn't know what my teachers thought of me because I just didn't talk to them <laughs> ever. Like even on the couple of days I would go, they'd be like, "Oh, can I talk to you after class?" And I'd be like, "Of course." And then I would leave and <laughs> not come back for weeks, and to be sure that they forgot about it. Like you'd be like, "Can I go to the bathroom?" And then just not come back. Oh yeah, I did that a lot of times. Did you get detention? Because sometimes. Because when you're going to skip class, mm-hmm. there's a certain point. Give us some advice. Well, yeah, there you go. When If you're in high school mm-hmm. and you want to skip class, there has to be a point that you just decide, okay, I'm skipping. Because if you meander yeah. and you go inside and you go to your locker and you see one of your friends, you'll end up like walking to class with them and then you're like in yeah. school and then it's tougher to get out. Yeah, you got to commit to that tardiness. Yeah, you got to really... You got to at a certain point just be like, no, I'm walking away because something fun will happen and then you get stuck there. Which is tough because sometimes you want to skip to be social. So then what do you yeah, do? Yeah. Well, my friend would skip a lot. So mm. her and I would hang out. What would you guys do when you skipped? Nothing. We would just like, we would literally just watch TV and eat ramen noodles. That's amazing. Yeah. We were so useless. That just sounds like a good Friday to me. Yeah. I would skip and write poetry. Not kidding. Gothic. Totally goth. So gothic. <laughs> Is that when your journaling started? Yeah. That's when I was when showing Sophie all my journals today. Yeah. I was showing her my most most recent one. Do you keep a diary? How come if it's a girl, it's a diary, and if it's me, it's a No, diary yours is also. a diary. <laughs> I know. It it's full of lyrics. Oh, yeah. That's totally a diary. Yeah. I don't have a diary. Writing lyrics is just a cooler way of saying writing poetry. Should I, should I have one? I would love it if you had one and kept it under your pillow. That Even if it's empty. Just to make my head uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you should. Why not? I mean, I guess why not? I think because I had one when I was little. Uh-huh. And then my cousin found it and uh. then read it and then made fun of me for stuff she found in it. Because I was just talking about like boys I like and stuff. And I was like, I'm never keeping a diary again. <laughs> I think you could still do that same thing if you had a diary today. What? Which boys do you like? Maybe a short diary. <laughs> different than before yeah new crush every day when i was little that's what i do in my journal too you just write down who you have a crush on which boys i have a crush on yeah i'm like nicholas stern sexuously sexuously ambiguous <laughs> okay i want to show you danny brown i'm ready 
Jonah Hill directed this video. That's cool. How old is it? This came out this year. Okay. It's, I think the video is parodying Full House, my favorite TV show. Okay. Physical attention from older men makes me feel validated. Oh. <laughs> I'm empty inside. After it dries and be kind of double dark. Sure. Well, that's how you must have gotten that nickname. That is not my nickname. Double dark bottle. Do you want to know what Ivan calls Mace Galoni? <laughs> yes. He calls him double cream daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Any anytime oh. Mace has a pimpy nickname, oh, I'm, my I'm dad's. If he doesn't want to come up. Um, I kind of want to. He said there's nowhere to park. He's been circling the block for 10 minutes. Is there a place to park nearby? It's kind of sketchy. Does that mean we have to call it? We might have to. I think so. Okay. Okay. Well, who was your favorite? Just can you tell your dad one minute? Yeah. Okay. Who was your favorite? Did you like the damned Danny Brown or Nicholas Stern the most? That girl. K-Flay. Yeah. She's so cool. She's from Detroit also, just like Danny Brown. And they okay. did a song together. <gasps> Can we, I want to hear that. Okay. They're both so cool. That's yeah, cool he'd do that because he's kind of known to be a womanizer a little bit. Oh, but he wanted to do a project with her still. Or at least a song. That's nice. Yeah. She had an album called Life as a Dog, which <laughs> I liked. Can you Google if there's already an album called Feeling Good? Sure. I feel like there must be. Okay. Sorry, Nicholas Stern. Feeling Good. That's okay if there is, because there's probably not a comedy album called that. Yeah. A Nightmares on Wax. So that means that's just a music compilation. Okay. So maybe there isn't. That's good. There's a song called that written by smell of the crowd (laughs) oh it's a musical okay sweet do you think you'll listen to k-fly after this a hundred percent yeah fuck my life is the best song there's yeah there's there's life as a dog she has a new album that came out and it's really good oh she's so cool she's so cool you know what i like too I like this in any artist. She doesn't look how she sounds. Like she just kind of looks like a, like a, a Vancouver indie rock singer. Yeah, but she sounds like a dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think I look like how I sound. You think so? I think that's true. I think that yeah. Yeah, this is what she looks like. Like, that, oh, that's a rapper. Like I love that. Yeah, that's not what I was expecting. Yeah. What were you picturing? She's just totally cute. Yeah. Wow. I love her. A mutual friend of ours is like, if you guys met, you'd fall in love. So get on it, mutual friend. Yeah, this is her album artwork. Yeah, bring her into my life. Yeah, you should be friends with her. Whoa, look, it's Conan's head. I saw that in person. Oh, that's cool. That's backstage. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Is she ma- wearing a Make America Great Again? It wouldn't actually say that. Oh. Oh, here's Danny Brown. Yeah, she's definitely not a st- staunch Republican. 
She's cool. Okay, we should we should put your dad out of his misery. Not in a murdering way, but just a you should go see him kind of way. Oh, yeah. I'm getting really hungry, too. I think that was my tummy. Oh, I thought it was mine. Thanks for ha- being on my show. Thanks for having me. And so cool. You're walking out of here with some like new songs to listen to. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Sophie. I can't wait for your album to come out. Me too. It's going to be called Feeling Good. And why is that? Because we realized I say it 100 times <laughs> when I'm on stage. <laughs> That's such a good title. And I am feeling good. I know. I can see you. Okay. You thank, thank you, Sophie. That's it, sweet babies. That's the first episode in the can. I want to thank Sophie Buttle. Uh, her album, Feeling Good. Uh, I'm not sure when it's coming out, but it's coming out soon. I'm real proud of it. So check it out. At this point in time, Nicholas Stern is not available for comment, as in he's not responded to my email, and I got a mailer Damon email from the email address I sent an email to. Anyway, thank you very much. Uh, hope to uh, hope you listened to the whole thing. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, make sure to support comedy and music in your town. Okay? Okay. Goodbye. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it.